Lord, open my lips that my mouth may proclaim your praise. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. And you will call his name Jesus to fulfill the prophecy from Isaiah, Emmanuel, God is with us. You shall call his name Jesus. Uh, Those of you who are parents might um, remember, well, maybe some of you didn't have this trouble. Um, Some of you might well have had this trouble. Um, The list of names. What are we going to call the child? Um, Well, when our firstborn uh, was born, um, I didn't realize that in the Greek heritage, you only ever named children after somebody in the family. And so I'd come up with this name for a boy's name. I thought James Alexander sounded rather nice. I don't know where I got it from. I just thought it sounded rather nice. It had a ring to it. And Pat looked at me and said, but his name's George. (laughs) And And I said, George? My dad's George, and he's like tall, and he's really, um, you know, disciplinarian, and he's got military bearing, and this is a little baby. And, and he said, but my dad's George, and your dad's George, so he's George, right? So he's George, right? <laughs> Then Katerina came along, so by now I'm wise to the fact that, okay, I've married into this Greek heritage. We've got to find a family name. So we have my mother, Alma, my grandmother, Agnes. We have Henrietta, Harriet, and then we have his mother, who was um, Sebastian Euphrosinese, <laughs> Ephigenia. And uh, Pat did realize that that might be a little bit problematic at school. So we found Katerina. Well, um, not Katrina. Katerina, that was the Greek, my, my uh, Pat's uh, father's mother. And Katerina was not very happy with her name, actually, because she had to continually be correcting people that I'm not Katrina, I'm Katerina. And nobody had ever heard of a Katerina, of course, until Katerina Witt came onto the scene. And all of a sudden, here's my, I don't know, she was young, and she heard, you know, we were looking at the Olympics, uh, Winter Olympics, I guess, and Somebody said my name. That's my name, (laughs) mummy. She'd never heard it before on anywhere else except herself. She didn't like it for a long time. She does now. Well, Mary and Joseph didn't have that problem uh, because the angel Gabriel came and said, you will call him Jesus because he saves his people. The names have meaning. And Jesus means he who saves. And the only one who can save is God. And so this is why there's the connection made in Matthew's gospel to uh, the Old Testament reading that we had from Isaiah because the prophecy is Emmanuel, God is with us. 
Emmanuel. We've heard it three times this morning. Uh, We've heard it as we sung it, coming in, the wonderful O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And then we heard it, of course, in the Old Testament and then in the New Testament reading. Look, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, God is with us. There are many names or titles for Jesus. We've sung a lot of them this morning already. Jesus, name above all names, wonderful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us. But in our opening hymn, we have heard uh, titles for Messiah that were prophesied uh, through the prophets and in particular prophesied through Isaiah. And um, I don't know, you might want to open up to hymn 56 again because we're actually going to go through those. We sing them, but these are very, very ancient texts in the church. If you'll see at the bottom of that page, 56, in the hymnal, it says that these are antiphons. These can be sung at antiphons before the Magnificat. Very, very early on in the church and in the monasteries, at evening prayer, always the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, is sung. And so for the seven days... Before Christmas, these antiphons would be sung before the Magnificat in the early church. You can see there the dating, 9th century. It actually goes back earlier than that. The original text was in the Latin, and this is a translation. And you can see also that the tune is taken from plain song so that it could be chanted in the monasteries. And so these are called the O antiphons we're in the o antiphon season this is the uh, this and it has it has uh, dates down the side you see that that's because it's counted back from the 17th 18th 19th 20th and so on until the 23rd we end up bookending the hymn with the 23rd at the beginning and the 23rd at the end because it ends with o come o come emmanuel on this last Sunday in Advent, as we've been preparing and waiting, preparing our hearts for the coming of the Christ child, the prayer is, come now, Emmanuel, come and be with us, come into our hearts, come again as this young child in the manger. And so these uh, seven antiphons, the O antiphons, because they all begin with, in the Latin O, um, uh, as a a prayer to God, Um, we're going to look at each one of those titles of Jesus. Uh, This is all through the prophecy of Isaiah, because as Paul said to the church in Rome, the Messiah was promised beforehand. Through the prophets, this, this wasn't um, a late conceived plan of God. This was his plan from the beginning to redeem his people with the coming of Messiah. And it is drawing nigh. It is coming once again. That's the wonder of this season 
that every year we get to wait again and he comes again as this small child. And so the first one, if you look at that on, uh, for the 17th of December, is uh, O Wisdom. In Isaiah chapter 11, he prophesies that the spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, shall rest on Messiah, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And so we pray, come thou wisdom from on high, who orderest all things mightily, To us the path of knowledge show and teach us in her ways to go. Jesus is the wisdom of God. He ordered all things. All of creation comes through the word, through Jesus Christ, who is the wisdom of God. Uh, The term in the Greek is Sophia. Some of you might know of the Hagia Sophia in Istanbul, the first of the great and beautiful churches, uh, the church of holy wisdom. Jesus is the wisdom of God, and he ordered all things. And so our prayer, as we await for the Messiah to come once again, is to give us wisdom, to give us the wisdom to order our lives according to his perfect will. Come, O wisdom, from on high, and order our lives perfectly. And the second petition, the second O antiphon, O Lord, in uh, Isaiah 33, the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our ruler, the Lord is our king, he will save us, with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth, he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked, righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. And as our sequence hymn uh, took from Paul's letter to the Philippians, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. He's the name above all names. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. At the end of the age, we will not be able to do any differently. We get a choice right now. Do we call him Lord? If we call him Lord, that means we're not. That means we're not the Lord of our life. He is. If we call him Lord, then he's Lord and Caesar is not. And put in whatever you want for Caesar, whatever it is in your life that has taken over lordship of your life, it can't be Lord. Only Jesus is Lord. If truly we acknowledge him as Lord. He then is Lord of our life. The same Lord who came to Moses in the burning bush. The same Lord who gave Moses the law on Mount Sinai. The same Lord who comes in all humility to save us with outstretched arm. The third one, O shoot of Jesse, branch of Jesse's tree. Isaiah 11, 
verse 1 and 10. A shoot shall come out from the stock of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. On that day the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. Jesse, remember, was King David's father. Samuel is sent to anoint one who will be king over all of Israel. And he goes through all of Jesse's sons, thinking, this one, he looks so beautiful. This one, and the Lord says, no, I don't judge from the exterior. And then the little one, who's been out tending the sheep in the fields, comes in. And it is David, who is to be Israel's greatest king out of whose stock messiah will come messiah comes out of the shoot a branch of jesse's tree and so we pray O come thou branch of jesse's tree free them from satan's tyranny that trust thy mighty power to save and give them victory o'er the grave See, the branch of Jesse's tree, Messiah, Jesus, comes not just for Israel. He comes for all peoples. He is the only one who can free us from Satan's tyranny. The only one who has power over the grave. The only one who can save us. Come, thou shoot of Jesse, branch of Jesse's tree, and save us from Satan's tyranny. He is the one who defeats all that Satan would bring into your lives, all the evil. He alone is the one. When we have confidence in Jesus, Satan has nowhere to stand. O key of David, Isaiah 22, verse 22. I will place on his shoulder, says the Lord God through his prophet Isaiah, I will place on his shoulder the key of the house of David. He shall open and no one shall shut. He shall shut and no one shall open. Come, thou key of David, come. Open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high and close the path of misery. Jesus is the only key that opens up the way to eternal life. He is the key to our heavenly home. He alone opens to us eternal life with the Father. And he closes the path of misery. He alone can overcome the misery of sickness and sin and lead us on that safe path to the Father. O day spring or bright morning star, Isaiah 9 verse 2, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. O come, thou dayspring from on high, and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadow put to flight. Jesus, 
is the bright morning star, the sun of righteousness. He is our light. You know, you cannot put on darkness. You can't flip a switch and make darkness appear. You can flip on a switch and make light appear. Light dispels darkness. Darkness is only the absence of light. And when Jesus comes, he extinguishes darkness. So if there is something that you are struggling with, if there is some darkness that is swirling around inside of you, wanting to grasp onto you, know this, it has no power when the light of Christ comes in because it is extinguished by the light of Christ. He is the day spring from on high, the bright morning star. Let him flood your life with his light And darkness is done away with. There is no more. He puts it to flight. It is gone. The king and the desire of nations. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 4. Messiah will judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O come, desire of nations, bind in one the hearts of all mankind. Bid thou our sad divisions cease, and be thyself the king of peace. Messiah comes not only for us individually, for each one of us, but he comes for the world. He comes for the nations. He comes to bring peace, that violence may cease, that wars may cease, and bind all humanity in one, beating swords into plowshares, spears into pruning hooks, to bring Peace. And so we pray that he would come as King of Peace. And finally, O Emmanuel, O God with us. Today's reading from Isaiah. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. He comes to ransom us from all our captivities, from our captivity to sin, but from all that keeps us captive, that keeps us bound. What is it in your life that is capting, in, in capti- that captivates you in that way today? That keeps you bound? He comes to ransom you and release you from captivity. 
He comes to each and every one of us, not as a distant God. He is God with us. He comes so that he knows our human condition. He comes to walk with us so that he knows what it is like to sorrow. He knows what it is like to grieve. He knows what it is like to be fearful. He knows what it is like to be anxious because he lived a human life. God with us. God living amongst us. He comes as a small baby, but with all of this power and understanding so that he can overcome all of those things that as humans we suffer under. And he overcomes each and every one to bring his peace, his joy, his love. When they went through all of these, O antiphons, if you take the first letter in the Latin and read it backwards, so the last one is O Emmanuel, O E. The next one is O Rex, King, R. O Oriens, O. O Clavis David, C. O Radix Jesse, R. O Adonai, A. O Sapientia, S. Ero Crans, I will come tomorrow. Which is why we sing this wonderful refrain, refrain, Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.